0: Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep? Welcome, you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, a podcast that puts you to sleep. It's trending Twitter Tuesdays and we do it with a bedtime story. Based on what's trending on Twitter. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights, press play. Podcast creates a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts. Ending thoughts, thinking thoughts, listing thoughts, griping thoughts, whatever whatever your brain's up to, we're going to distract you from that with our story. And you just got to listen, and as the story goes on, it's going to take a turn and then a twist, but not one of those twists like um, one of those good movies that has a big twist, like maybe the most usual suspects or something, be more like a twist boring twist, I don't even know what a boring twist is, like dancing with your grandmother doing the twist, twist, and then I'll take probably another turn, and then a left and a right, and then I'll do something like this, where I'm just kind of going on and on, and on, soon you'll be asleep, and you'll wake up rested, and ready to live a fuller life, hopefully, or just a partially more rested life, less grouchy life, whatever I just want you to get a good night's sleep, or help. Get a decent night's sleep. That's it. You deserve it. All right? So that's what we're here for. We're on the web, sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter, on Facebook, whatever. Let me know what you think, and welcome. Now we're going to try out a new uh, housekeeping segment here. Kind of like a romper room style. I don't know. Maybe I'll try this at the end or the beginning. I'm not sure, but... All right, ready? Hey, everybody, good night. I want to say good night to Chris Posty, Chrissy Pooposty, who does our music. I want to say good night to Scott and his wife, Jennifer. Thank you for our, all our art. I want to say good night, Lord. Good night, lady. Good night. I want to say good night. Good night to our new friend on Twitter, Frida. Good night, Frida. Good night, deep friend of Nick. Good night, Baroness Bonnie. Good night. General, Ian, good night, Ninja, Jacob, Duchess Stephanie, good night, everyone that had on Facebook that had such nice things to say about our new art. Good night, good night, Autumn. Thank you for your iTunes review. Good night, and thanks so much for listening. Good night. Let I me mean, what you think of this. Good night. All right, folks, try out a couple new stuff on the intro there, but what hasn't changed is tonight's trending Twitter Tuesdays. It's trending. Twitter, Tuesday, tonight, it's, uh, well, it's this afternoon, I mean, t- when you're listening to it, it'll be Tuesday night, and this is a trending Twitter tale based on what is trending on Sunday, and it's a tale based on Twitter, and I'll be uh, tweeting this before you hear it, the pictures of Twitter, so you can check out a time, next time, trending Twitter Tuesday. All right, so I'm going to get on Twitter. I'm going to press pause, get on Twitter, and I'll be right back. All right, so it's Sunday afternoon. It's uh, 1.24 specific Daylight Time, uh, 9.21 9 is the date. That's September 21st. And I'm on Twitter here. I just want to give you guys a heads up. I don't know what's going to happen uh, right now on my phone. I'm still rocking. I think iOS 5 on this bad boy 4S, kicking a little iOS 4S. I don't know. So I don't know. If eventually, I'll be upgrading my phone or my operating system, because I don't have a choice. So hopefully, Trudor Tr- Tr- won't change to be like the iPad, where it's kind of a pain to just look up a list of trending stuff. But whatever, we'll, br- we'll burn that bridge when we cross it, or whatever. We'll pull a Gandalf, Barlog, bridge situation, doom when we cross it, but we got Twitter up here, we got the usual, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. yeah, we got usual ten things, it looks good, and uh, tonight I'm going to be turning the mic over to the podcast legend now, the guy that makes me feel like an inadequate, no, the guy I love, and uh, that I love to have here, and that the audience seems to love. And I would have him on non-stop. It makes it easier for me. But uh, you heard his, uh, if you want to go back to the Turning Twitter Tuesday, a couple last Tuesday, his backstory. Uh, he's not in here, so he doesn't know about that. But I'm turning the mic over to my neighbor, Ray Perkins. And he's going to talk about his trip to Disney World that happened a couple months ago that he's been slowly going through. And, you know, let's we'll see what happens. All right, Ray Perkins, Ray, Ray, come on in. Hello, hello. Uh, you you could pause it, and then I'll get on the phone. Okay, so we're going to pause it. Ray's going to be on next. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. It's me, Ray. I'm so glad to be back. I'm honored, honored to be back on the podcast. Thank you, Scooter. Thank you. you. You could close the door. I'd probably just be alone with the, uh, the listeners. I've heard from some of you that uh, has nice things to say about Ray, and Ray says nice things to say about you. Hello. So good to see I missed you so much. I missed all of yous, especially the ones that like me and the ones that don't. I missed you too, believe it or not. I'm the kind of guy that misses everybody. I care about you. I hope you're getting a good night's sleep. I hope I can help you sleep here. And believe me, Scooter and I have made up from our little falling out that you might have heard. It wasn't a big deal. He's just got a, you know... He's a sensitive little guy. He's not, well, he's not little. Than, he's taller than me. I think he's about, he's a normal size. All right, well, I'm a five. I think he may, I'm, he may be two inches taller than me. He's not a tall man, not a small man, but he's a little guy to me. I care about him a bunch. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad to be here. Folks, if you could see the smile on my face, it is, it's a mile, miles and miles of smiles here from your, Yeah, good friend, Ray, and I just want to, oh, snuggle you all up, oh, oh, Ray's snuggling you, oh, it's good to be back, I'm just, oh, wow, now, my friends, I'd love to just sit here and chat, but this is a one-way technology here, and, uh, you know, I can't, so I can't, uh, I can't chat with you, and I'd love to pretend and have you you know, sit around with Ray and we could just relax and I could tell you how much I care about you and how much that I love hearing about people that say hi to Ray but or that don't. But what, like I said, we covered that. But I'm here to talk about my trip to Disney. And uh, last time I left off, there was a mix-up in the episode order. But uh let's just talk about... My, uh, this is my day four. Now, my day four was a very, very lovely lovely day at uh animal kingdom now i think so far we visited we visited uh, the, M- the magic kingdom i believe epcot center and uh, disney hollywood studios and now we're going on to animal kingdom and i know i talked about it a bit but this is a disney's take on a zoo it's not a zoo as i said i think originally uh, the men that built it were uh Oh, uh, o- o- Scooter told me to say that uh, this park, parts of it were designed by, uh, what's a, uh, he he, uh, he told me and then I forgot the guy's name, but the listener, Ian, his Twitter picture looks a bit like this guy, Joe Rohde his name, who designed some of this park. And it's like I said, Disney's take on a, a zoo, it's um, a kingdom animal, so why don't, why don't you just come along for the ride and just close your eyes. At Driftall. So I woke up in my hotel. And again, this was a morning when I said, Ray, we got to get up. We got to get moving. This Florida heat is not going to be good. It's supposed to rain in the afternoon. Let's get out there and get after this animal kingdom. Because we have not seen it yet. Boy, And my animal kingdom uh, uh, things to, you know, want to see it. were uh... So I go there. I get up about... uh, about, I think the park was supposed scheduled to be open at nine. Now let me tell you a little tip I picked up from uh, Mister uh, was his name Lentesta. Testa, Lentesta I think is his name. He's the uh, some sort of uh, genius about Disney stuff. He's got an unofficial book with another guy about unofficial Disney stuff and a website. But he uh, says uh, he was saying somewhere that uh, the park. Opens, they say it opens, let's say they say it opens at 9. It really opens at 8.30. So you got to be there. If you're there an hour ahead of time, you're in way good of shape. Sometimes I'll even open it at 8, even though it's supposed to open at 9. So I say to myself, Ray, get up at 7. Park opens at 9, you'll be there at 8. So I get up, you know, I do my thing. Not very much to do. You know, I'm a, I'm a easy, low-maintenance feller. And uh, I get my coffee. I get myself a little treat for the morning. I say, Ray, why don't you have a cinnamon bun? Why don't you get a little sugar in your system and, you know, know, start the day out wrong. (laughs) Because you deserve it, just like all you deserve something nice. You you know, you got your icing, you got your cinnamon, and you got your uh, pastry type situation. So I buy one of those, I buy a coffee. I go out, I sit, I'm listening to the air. And I'm listening to the birds, and I'm just enjoying a cool, brief respite in the Florida before the heat sets in, before the humidity. There is something magical about Florida at this time of day, my friends. And I'm looking over the pool area, and it's, all, it's, it's not quiet, but it's not noisy. There's people going to their breakfast. There's people going along. And then I see this poor mother... And a young little daughter and they're trying to carry a breakfast, obviously like a surprise for the family back to the room. and his daughter was probably seven eight nine years old, I'm not sure, but uh, the mother she was carrying some coffees and the daughter was she was carrying some juices for probably for her brothers and sisters or I don't know but the poor little girl she uh, I don't know you know sometimes these children, sometimes adults too you trip on something that's not there. I'm not sure if of, of, uh, you trip over your own feet, I guess they say, and she trips and the juices go splattering and she lands on the juice. Now luckily, thank thank the thank, thank, luckily it was not a hot coffee situation. And she goes down and she's crying and her mother's panicking, but she's got these hot coffees and she's looking around. I say, whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Here let me take the coffee, everything's gonna be okay. Everything's okay. What's what's your name, little girl? And uh, she says, Megan. Uh, hey, Mommy. I miss you, Mommy. The juices caused Mommy so stressed because the juices were for You know, when she's saying all this stuff, I say, Okay, Megan, it's okay. You got a little juice on you. Looks like you're going to have to go get washed off. I say, Mom, why don't you go take Megan? Now, uh, no, uh, let me tell you, folks, sometimes... Ray's known to spin a little white lie. And I know some of you say, whoa, whoa, Ray, what are you doing? lion's never good, and you're probably right. But in this situation, here's what I say. I said, Mom, why don't you take Megan back to the room now? Now, my name's Ray. I'm a perfectly normal human being. There's nothing twisted about me at all except for a fear of something. But that's not going to affect anything right now. I'll take your coffees back to the room. I happen to have a good friend in there. And I'm going to tell them what happened. I'm sure they'll give you a free juices replacement. And I'll take it back to your room, okay? Now you run along with your room number. They give me the room number. It's private information. I'm not going to reveal it on a podcast. Even though this was months ago, it's none of your business. But I say, hey, Megan, Megan, it's okay. Don't cry over spilled juice. There was no milk to cry over. But don't cry over spilled juice. Megan, you're good. Megan, good. Okay? Good girl, people fall down all the time, and you should cry. You should feel free to cry, but don't let it ruin your day. You got the whole rest of the day. What do you know? So I go get the juice, whatever. This is getting bought. Ray, you're already boring me. Job done. So I go back. I get the juice. I go back to the room. I knock on the door. There's a dad there. He says, hey, okay, oh, Ray, I really appreciate that. Can I give you some dollars for this thing? He says, I say, no, my friend. I, uh, it was all taken care of by the folks at Disney. You tell them what happened. And normally they'll take, they know they're charging $4 for a juice. The juice costs them 10 cents. You know, you spill the juice, they're going to give you more juice. They want you to be happy. And Ray wants you to be happy. So enjoy your day and tell Megan to be good. And I don't mean behave good. I mean enjoy yourself. Now, Ray, I always tell you have a plan. My plan was to get to the animal kingdom an hour before opening and I left the extra 15 minutes for enjoyment or complications. And that was a little complication in a good way. So I still had him playing. I'm going to go catch the bus to the Animal Kingdom. Believe it or not, I walk up to the bus stop. And the bus, it must have known I was coming. There's a man getting on the bus. And I get on the bus right behind him. And the bus is going off to the Animal Kingdom. Which, be- folks, no good deed goes unpleasanted. Folks, so I sit on the bus. It's a cool, cool bus with the air conditioning is going, and I'm just I'm whistling a tune that was stuck somewhere in my subconscious, and I'm whistling in it. And I I can't. I'm not a good whistler under pressure. I'm a good whistler under relaxation. So I can't whistle here for you. but I can tell you that I did not know what I was whistling. I was just whistling out of joy for the day awaiting me and the day I've already experienced. But the song caught somebody's ear and they start whistling along with me, folks. And it's a song. Now, I'll tell you, if you've seen uh, the movie uh, Kill Bill, volume, I'm not sure if it was one or two, but Miss Daryl Hannah, I believe, is the one who whistles this song. And I think it's called like uh, Twisted Wave or something, Twisted Eye, some, some sort of song. Very beautiful. Daryl Hannah, A Beauty. A mermaid, a actress that uh, I, I salute, a wonderful actress. But uh, so I'm whistling it. This young young man is whistling along with me, and then a third person, all the way at the front of the bus. I'm I'm in the middle of the bus. This other young man, he's at the back side of the bus. They, the three of us, are whistling along the song and laughing. And I'm like, holy, I must be in the vacation kingdom because there's no doubt I'm in the happiest place on earth. And then uh, people clap, and this one guy, he's wearing a, a Philadelphia Phillies jersey. He says, what are you guys going to audition for the X Factor? Oh, this is wonderful. And everyone's laughing, and then somebody's like, that's from Kill Bill, that's says children on this bus, what's wrong with you? And I say, how are they going to know what... Uh, movie it's from if the children it's a song and it probably had a history before and after the movie and i guess i a little bit lost my cool there and i because i was so joyous and uh I, I guess i snapped a bit but she said uh to me like uh all my kids have seen the movie and i said well i cannot judge you ma'am because i cannot walk in your shoes because they would not fit me i'm sorry for snapping I was just whistling along, and maybe next time I whistled a little bit quieter to myself. I did not know we'd be having our X-Factor audition on this bus with uh, my friends. Then the man in the uh, uh, Philadelphia Phillies jersey slaps me on the back. He says, oh, friend, don't worry, don't worry. You know, it's just music. Music can't hurt anybody, I don't think. And I said, well, what uh, jersey you got on there, my friend? He said, "Uh, Deshaun Jackson. And I said, oh. I, uh, I, I'm familiar with him somewhat. Is he? I, 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 but I'm uncomfortable talking about it since I don't know that much about him. And this guy had a laugh at me because I I didn't know him much about Deshaun Jackson. I think he, I know he's a wide receiver. And uh, he just had a good laugh. And then the bus. Next thing you know, with that whole experience, the bus is pulling up to the Animal Kingdom. Now I look at my watch. And I realize that I have a magic band on my wrist. I realize I have a magic band on my wrist and not a watch. Not a magic band, my friends. If this is your first time hearing Ray, your good friend Ray. this is your first time hearing your good friend Ray, it's a magic band. It's this new thing Disney has. It has, you put it on your wrist and it has your tickets, your hotel key, your, uh, you can put your ATM card on there and then, you know, your it to a just just like a cell phone type gps situation so i don't have a what it doesn't tell time it just has a mickey face on there uh but pleasant to look at and it has my name on the other side ray so in case i lose it or if i have a guest over and she has a magic band we don't you know we, but uh, most of my guests did not have magic bands so uh, and i and moving on uh Oh, so the time. So I realized, my friends, it is 8 o'clock on the nose. And uh, Magic Kingdom scheduled to open at 9. So I'm going to here to test out Len Testa's little uh, tip. And would you believe it? I go up and I'm walking around. And I said, Ray, well, the gates aren't open yet. But uh, who knows when they will open. And I say, oh, let's start planning our day. Now, my friend, let's have a plan, like Ray says. Now, when you get to the magic, uh, when you get to the animal kingdom at the opening of the park, you got two main choices depending on if you have your fast passes or whatever. You got a roller coaster type thing called the Expedition Everest, which goes up. It's a roller coaster. Does not go upside down, but it goes fast. So you got to consider whether that's your thing or not. But it gets a line. And then you have a, uh, a, a jungle. Uh, expedition-type thing called uh, um, Harambe Safari, I don't know, something. I'll think of the name before, but you you got to go on one of those two things. Like, one's a jeep, and you go see the animals in the savannah-type, made-up savannah. So I say, well, uh, Ray, you know, you're by yourself. Why don't you go on the roller coaster as soon as it opens and go over to the safari? i also had magic pass uh fast passes for both those rides but i'm gonna double it up folks because i love roller coasters and i love uh you know the uh animals you never know what you're gonna see so you might as well go twice three times if you can so my friends i get in uh, line and people uh all of a sudden people stop moving and we're moving when you go through this per- first uh area here and it's a little bit undisney disney when you first go in because it's a little bit uh It's uh, got a lot of trees and it's different it's uh, rocks and waterfalls and lush and little animals and pens i don't know what they call it but uh it's like your entrance like your main street usa no stores to take your money just animals to take your heart and plants to take your co2 and give you a little oxygen and water to say sweet, sweet sounds to your ears. So I love walking through there. And then you, we get to this thing when the first thing you see when you're in the park there is this big tree. It's called the tree of life. Ironically, the tree is not alive, believe it or not. It's a tree of life because it has uh, pictures of animals on it. The trees are made out of concrete or some type hard thing and plastic and metal and stuff but it's a beautiful sight oh it's a you know it's called the tree of life because it's all animals carved into it type thing but so uh we all gather around the that part and then they they have us pinned in with ropes and then uh, uh um like uh I forget who it was because I was a little bit far back and I was a distracted because I was talking to this young woman selling popcorn I said it's only uh yeah, they got you selling popcorn right now. It's uh, so early. So we were talking, but it was Mickey or Goofy or something said, you know, welcome to the animal kingdom. It's a place of joy and love of animals type situation. And we just want you to have fun and walk and enjoy the animals and remember to not pollute. and. And even though we're talking animals, don't be confused by that because we're not imaginary even though we are. And these animals here are both real and imaginary, and you should treat it all as uh, a child would. But don't ask so many questions like a child, but a child that is willing to be like an adult and uh, repress questions. I don't think they said all that things. Then the next thing you know, I think I look at my watch, my phone, not my watch, I look at my watch again. I take out my phone, it's about 8.20. We're 40 minutes ahead of time. They start letting us walk to the rides. So I go into this Expedition Everest, and they have quite a line. It's a this is one of these rides, folks. If you want to get in the zone, you get in the zone. Now, it was a little backlogged before because everybody was headed there. And I get in with this group of young young, um, young men and women, probably, uh, I don't know if they were college age or post-college, but they were there together for fun. And they were talking about Dal- Dal- Dalton Abbey, that show, and how much they love it. And I was kind of, I have now watched the show, so I was kind of letting it tune. I was letting, letting these spoilers get in my ear. But I said, oh, you guys love that Dal- Dal- Dalton-, Dalton Abbey, eh? And they say, oh, yeah, you should watch it. You know, he's got the DVDs because he uh, contributed to the NPR. They gave him all the DVDs. I said, oh, you're a man after my own heart, a good man, contributed to the public radio. I'm glad they gave you the DVDs. Uh, I said, it's also on uh, Netflix or Amazon or something. And they said, oh yeah, it is, oh yeah, it is, check it out. And I said, well, you know, I'm uh, we're about to go into this ride, the line for the ride is a, have you been on this ride before? They said, we have. And I said, do you like the queue, the waiting area? They said, oh, we do. And I said, well, I'm, I, I don't know, do you guys get in the zone for these rides? I said, what is getting in the zone? I say, get in the zone is like uh, when you go to a movie and you suspend your disbelief. Uh, My name's Ray, by the way. Pleased to meet you all here. They tell me the names. I don't want to, you know, go through it all. But uh, I say, uh, well, I I like to pretend, you know, this is an expedition here. And, uh, you know, you're going on an expedition up Everest to look for the Yeti or some such thing. You know, so I'll pretend I'm somebody uh, going on the expedition. And I say, how about this, ladies and gentlemen? Why don't we all pretend we're people from downtown Abbey? Or, or, or whatever you're saying it. And you can each pretend you're your own character. And I will pretend I am a bumbling leader of an expedition. And you're either the, I know the show's got the rich people and the servant people. And you can pretend whatever you wish. And we're all on this expedition. And then it's going to go terribly awry. And we'll have a joyous time. What do you say? They say, they laugh. They say, this guy, you believe this guy? Oh, hell yeah. So we go and we get in line and they're saying, oh, I'm Penelope Balamo, and uh, I'm, uh, you know, Sir Edgar Poe or whatever. I don't know. I was again, I said, no spoilers, no spoilers. But we go down this line and we're joking and laughing and I'm, I put on my little accent. I say, I'm uh, Sir Leicester, Leicester whatever the cheese is, I I just said Leicester, I'm Sir Leicester, I'm your uh, your guide for this tour, be careful of the uh, yeti, and uh, let's go, and I pretend I'm a tour guide, i point stuff, and now the line's moving pretty quick, so I gotta be on my A game, I'm like, oh, look at here, you got some yeti poop, that's uh, yak poop, whatever, you know, there's a blah, 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 so we go through what having If you could have just made this my day, folks, I would have been ready to go on to the next thing. And I'm not talking about the next ride. I'm talking about the next form of wavelength of existence or whatever. Or if there's nothing, I would have been, well, I would have wanted, you know, a little romance to, you know, cap it off and maybe a, a champagne or some such thing. But it was pretty good. You know, we were, oh, it was, it was the fellowship of life, my friends and then we get on the ride and this ride is an action-packed thriller it's like a roller coaster you look like you're in some sort of mine train you go up this hill you go down a hill you go up another hill there's like a you get stuck you get stuck in the ride and it looks like a yeti's coming after you then you go backwards through the dock, through the dock. you see a yeti it's a big yeti it's flashing now somebody told me uh that it used to move it don't move anymore but it still was a a sight to see and you spin around I mean uh you know you know, so you do something it's in the dark you're going fast and it's fun we're screaming whoa and we get off the ride we see our pitches, and these guys are like what wait Ray what are you doing next I say I'm gonna go on the uh safari ride I don't collie no, I forget the name of it folks but we, I say would you like to join they say of course we would so we go and we head out to the safari. So me and my new friends, we head over to the safari, which I believe is called the the Kilimanjaro Safaris. And there's no, there's barely a wait in there. It's about, uh, I, I forget the time at this point. It's still before the park is even scheduled to be open at this point. And we get on the ride, and there's enough of us. We have our own Jeep. And, uh we uh, we, we have a tour there's a human driving this jeep and it's a young man It says his name's Freddy and then one of the guys says uh, Freddy Lampard and he says no I'm Freddy I'm Freddy a tour guide and what's a Lampard and they all have a joke cause I guess that's some soccer player who uh, and then it becomes ugly because luckily there was no children on the, the jeep because I guess this Freddy Lampard steals his friend's wives or some such thing but oh, we're not here to judge. when I not a to judge. I've, I mean, I've, I've done what? Yeah, it's not something to judge a man for. I mean, but it, maybe it is. But uh, and none of these folks were married to each other, so we always had a good laugh. And the Freddy, he was a, a good spirit, a nice young man, and he has a whole spiel. But he also points out the animals. Now it's a perfect time of day to be looking for animals, as I said. Because it's still cool, they're out eating the breakfast type things. This uh, zoo Disney zoo keepers I don't know what they're called, but they're out handing out branches to these animals, and you see your ibex and your Thompson and gazelles and your uh, um, wildebeests. Um, I'm trying to think what else you know your grass tundra ant type things. And then you go through, you get your big cats, you get your rhinos, you get your uh, hippos, you go through some hippo swamp. There's some, you know, a broken down bridge type thing that's supposed to scare you. Not really scary. Gators, you see some, or crocodiles, I'm not sure. Uh, elephants, there's some elephants. And then giraffes. Uh, zebra. Oh, it's and they're all like putting on a show. It's so lovely. And we're laughing, and looking at these animals, and the the sun is just starting to cook the air. You know, the air is thicker than normal, like a mist. Oh, my friends! I wish you could be there with me right now, and we just have a good laugh, and then when the ride comes to a close, and we clap for Freddy, we say, "Yay, Freddy! You know Lampard! You know Lampard! We love you, Freddy!" And all the other workers are looking on with jealousy at such a good job that freddie has done and his audience is pleased and we get off the ride and we're laughing and they say hey ray what are you gonna do next and i said let me check my phone my friends because i might have a little surprise for you is this your first trip to the animal kingdom and they say uh no but we're up always up for a surprise and i see it's like uh about two minutes to nine i say uh why don't we uh take a follow me type around this corner here so we go around the corner and at about uh, 9 o'clock on the nose, there's a, a, a giant walking, it looks like a giant, it's this giant uh, walking woman who is a plant they call a divine. She's covered in vines, she has makeup. She hides in trees sometimes. She's walking on, like, sticks for her legs and sticks for her hands, and they're covered in green, and she can hide in the foliage. So we watch her, and she, like, uh, hides. She doesn't scare anybody. No scaring at Disney there. But, uh, you know, she entertains. People take the pictures. We take our picture with her. We say, hey, can we pretend we're giants with you divine? And she just looks at us because, you know, vines aren't supposed to talk. And we have that going. That was fun. And then the next thing you know, we go to the... There's a movie inside the tree of life called Tough to Be a Bug. Now I said, let's go to this. And then, you know, I'm going to go over to the Lion King show. You're welcome to join me in not. Friends, you know, we don't have to spend the whole day together. I'm having a great time. But they say, Ray, we love being in the zone. You've taught us to be in the zone. And, you know, we want to learn from the master. I say, mission accomplished, friends. So we go to this movie. I say They say, what are we going to do for this movie? I say, it's a 3D movie about bugs. Why don't we already start shrinking ourselves down mentally to bug size? Because that's part of the ride, I think, of the, the show. And uh, we'll pretend we're, everyone, all these humans around us are giants and we're just little bugs. And then when we get in the show, we'll already be, you know, in the zone. So we do that. And they have a lot of, uh, you, if you, you, you really got to slow... Down now. When you get to these theme park, if you're gonna be in the zone, because they have like uh, movie pitches from fake bug movies, they have bugs talking in the background like ambient bug music. So it's all entertaining. You can, and then when you're already in the zone and you're a shrunken bug, you you pretending you're a bug, so you're commenting, oh, remember that movie, uh, one slug over the rainbow or whatever. And we're talking, we're chatting. we go see this 3D movie, it's joy, we have a great time. Now by the time we get out of the movie, it's time to walk over to another part of the park where they have this show called The Lion Legend of the Lion King. And uh, it's in this big theater, and it's uh, it's in this big theater. You go in there, and it's a Broadway show, folks. You would not believe. Like again, I say this: these theme parks, this Disney thing, is expensive. And if you gotta wrap your brain around it some way, it's like this show. It's a, a mind blow. I'm not gonna tell you one thing about this show, other than spectacular. It's got singing. It's got kids laughing. It's got parents being made, you know, to do stuff on stage so the kids can laugh at them. It's got a. Uh, I don't know if they were what kind of creatures they were, but you know it's got acrobatics, it's got fire. I think not dangerous fire, you know, entertainment fire. It's a great show, and it's like a a perfect to get your blood pumping. So by time and it's in an air conditioned building, and at this point in the time of the day, it's starting to get a little warm in this park here. You know what I'm saying? So we go to that show, we get out. I think it takes it's almost an hour. I mean a Broadway show, probably 50 minutes to an hour. We get out. It's a bit of a crowd. I lose my friends in the crowd. I say, it's okay. We'll find each other again or we won't. C'est la vie. Now, after I get out of the show, I say to myself, Ray, it's 11 o'clock. What are you going to do? What are you going to nap? What's your plan? Now, I already knew my plan, but I still said it to myself. And I said, I'm going to stick it out here until about 2. We try to get it all done. Now, this park's not as... uh have as many stuff to do as the other parks so you can get it all done in a, about a day. So I decide that's what I'm going to do. So the next thing I do is I walk around the Tree of Life. Now this Animal Kingdom's got a lot of places like, uh, it's good for walking. So I walk down some paths and I see some uh, animals and uh, like plants and I'm walking, there's paths around the Tree of Life, little secret pathways. I give myself a cold drink. I'm drinking it. I'm just looking at the scenery. I'm people watching. And then they have uh, two other walking things that are like zoos. I think of Maragia, Drungle Trek. And another one that escapes me is a name, Tiger Trail of Tears. Uh, something with... Uh, not, no, no tigers are crying. I'm, I'm just being silly. But I do both those, and I look at the animals... And I slow down and I pretend I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I've am i paid to, you know, to come to different countries in Asia and Africa. And I look at the animals and I, I look at the scenery, the imaginationary, the imaginarium, whatever it's called. The uh, Ian, a.k.a. Joe rody did all the, you know, makes you feel like a sense of place. And I just take my time and I say, you know, I look at, I see a gecko. I say, hey, gecko, how you doing? How's your day? I'm Ray. Nice to meet you. I know you're a gecko. I know you're not gonna talk to me. I know there's some people that are like, "Look at this old man. He must be lost from his family. He's talking to a gecko." But I just go on. I walk through the trails, and I'm slowing down a little bit because it's getting hot, and you need this is you know you need to slow down. It's pushing noon. It's getting it's getting towards the late afternoon. I know 11:45. I'm gonna be at the Flights of Wonder, so I finish up that trail. The uh, Majora Jungle Trek or the Pangani Forest Trail. I forget which one I did and which woulda. But I end up uh, going to this show, Flights of Wonder, which is a bird show with the joking. and It's a kind of standard bird show. You might have seen one at a state fair or something. It's not too much different, but it's still good to watch. It's still good fun. And they got birds, you know, grabbing a dollar off someone's head and, uh, and quawkin and squawking and disobeying their orders. It's fun stuff. So I watch the bird show and I look at the beautiful plumage and I say, oh, Ray, what a day, what a day. And then my stomach says, hey, Ray, what about me, my friend? What about me? How about my, uh, my sustenance? And I say, okay, well, let's get you some food because at 1 p.m. we're scheduled to go to, uh, Finding Nemo the musical, I have a pass for that, so I don't have to worry, but uh, I think I did have a pass for, had some sort of fast pass for Finding Nemo, I believe. So I say, okay, there's a nice place uh, called uh, Ben Bengal Barbecue, I think, uh, is that in Disneyland? I don't know, there's a barbecue place, they have a barbecue chicken meal, for Great Bargain. Now, that's only one half of the reason I eat there. the other reason is it has very spacious along the water, water a peaceful piece of water to eat. And you can just sit there and you can watch the other families and you can just take your meal, enjoy your chicken, you know, drink a cold drink. Feel There's fans and it's shady, so it's not terrible. You know, it's getting hot now, but, uh, you know, you can be cooled down by that. And I'm just saying, Ray, oh, this is good stuff. Good stuff. And then it was time for me to get up and throw away my garbage and do composting or whatever they do there at Disney. And I walk over to this theater with a lot of people in line and I show my pat, my band. And I go into the theater for the uh, Finding Nemo, the musical. Now, again, this is a different than The Lion King. I think this was, a, you know, after The Lion King. So they even stepped up the game for this musical. It's got puppetry. It's got singers performing. You could see the singer and the puppet at the same time. Some people don't like it. I do. I like to see the face of the singers. And it's a beautiful, beautiful musical. You know, Finding Nemo summarized into 45 minutes or such, some such thing. And it's just nice, folks. Just very nice. And so I watch that show. And it's nice and cool. I don't even have to be in the zone because the musical just takes you away into the world of Finding Nemo with Dory. And Nemo and his father, uh, whose name escapes me, Papa, Papa, Papa Clownfish. And, you know, all the rest of the cast of characters are in there. It's like, uh, reliving a wonderful movie. And I get out of the Finding Nemo, and I walk through this dinosaur land they have. And it's got a couple rides that look like they're from a carnival. It's supposed to be some carnival set up by, uh... I think by, it's run by dinosaurs or some such thing, and then you go through a little bit of a forest trail, and there's a dino, dinosaur ride, which uh, is uh, what, like an action ride. It's not a roller coaster, but it's uh, very actiony, very, very, very loud, my friends. Now, Ray, I'm not normally sensitive to noise, but this ride is loud, And, but it's fun. It is so fun. You pretend easy to get in the zone on this one because you're you're a Dino Institute uh, worker and you're going back to observe some dinosaurs. And you're, uh, this guy's like, hey, can you bring this dinosaur back with you? And then he sends you in the wrong time and there's a comet coming and the dinosaurs are grouchy. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's fun. So much fun, my friends. So I get out of the dino ride. I say, Ray, what are you going to do now? You got to, Most of the park out of the way. Most of the rides are done. So there's uh, one more ride that I want to go on. Um, But first I walk around the park a bit more. I have a a couple beers. They have uh, some uh, dinosaur beer or uh, safari beer. And I enjoy the park. I'm watching the people. I'm looking for nooks and crannies. And would you believe it or not, when I'm walking, I run into my good friend Megan. And I say, hey, Megan, how you doing? Are you enjoying your day? And she says, oh, so much. So good to see you. And I say, good to see you too, Megan. It's a wonder. And I say, oh, and I see her mom and a dad. And then I, uh, I head over this one ride. It's called Collie River Rapids. And uh, it's a uh, water ride where you're in a, what are those things called, like a raft. And believe me, folks, this is the ride you get wet on, so it's the last ride you need to go on for the day. I uh, go I wait in line. I'm getting in the zone. It's like, uh, it's like I try to get in an adventure-type mood, and and then I run in. Who do I see in line but some of my friends from earlier? And I say, you know what? I never caught your names. Or if I did, I forgot. I'm apologizing. And at this point, there's only four guys and one young woman. And they say, uh, like, one guy said, I'm Jason. I'm Peters. And uh, what is it? William. Trent and Williams and Williams and Trent, Jason and Peters, I don't know, that was them, and then I say, young lady, I, I never caught your name, I, you, know, you know, which one of these young men is lucky enough to be your friend, and she said, uh, well, uh, I, you know, I was on the bus with you this morning, you remember that, and I said, I did not notice you on that bus, and she said, I saw you were try, trying out for the x-factor with your whistling and your trouble there, and I said, oh, thank you, and she said, "Well, I'll be your Mel B. You can audition for me any time." And I said, "I said, well, let's just get in the zone here and let's enjoy this ride." I said, "You know, I hope you don't have any electronics on you, do you?" And she says, "Well, I got my phone." I say, "Well, uh, you gotta, uh, the, you know, well, you stash it. I think they got a locker here before we get on the ride. You should put it in there." And she says, "Oh, thank you so much, Ray." And I said, "Don't worry, Mel, Mel B. My my little Mel B." uh, you know, you're one of the, uh, Glamis sisters or whatever they were called, uh, tell you what you want, what I really, really wants to ride this ride. And she has a good laugh at that. And she says, it's not the glamour sisters. And I say, no, it's not, but I can't think of the name. And I'm a, a little bit of spice, um, uh, world. I say spice girls. And she says, you know, ha ha ha. We laugh. And she says, I'm going to sit next to you on the ride. I say, I don't mind if you do. And, uh, I can, Scooter, you're not supposed to be looking in here, I'm supposed to have some privacy here. And Scooter's trying to, you know, horn in now, he's hearing this part of the story, so he's gonna be like, what, how does Ray do this thing? And I say, Scooter, you got it. you got it all, man, you're the X Factor, I'm just Ray. Anyway, we get on this collie ride, you get on the ride, you get soaking wet, friggin' so wet, and you get poured on, and... But it's so hot out, and we say uh, we all laughing, and then uh, I say, well, you know, I'm gonna head back to the hotel, and uh, the guys say, well, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go on the Everest again. Don't you guys want to go? I say, well, I'm a little wet, you know, and it's uh, it's getting, it's like about 2, two, two in the afternoon. I say, oh, there's not much else to do. I'm gonna come back another time and do the rides. And uh, I'm going to go back to the hotel, maybe have a swim, you know, have, you know, relax, take a nap. And, uh, you know, my uh, uh, the, the, the young woman there, she says, well, you know, don't, you know, I'm, I'm soaking wet here. I got to go back to the hotel, too. And then you can have your audition. I say, well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. We will. And so we go back to, you know, I go back to the hotel. And, uh, and you know, that's all my day at Animal Kingdom. Now you might say, to yourself, Ray, I thought you had a pass, fast pass for the coaster and the, uh, uh the uh, ever, uh, whatever the jungle thing." And I say, "Yeah, I did not use them. I, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't, you know, take it away from somebody else. But I, uh, I, you know, I, I guess I pushed it a little bit too far and uh, slowed down, and I was enjoying the park there. And so yeah, and then I, you know, I, I tried to unwind the rest of the day." uh in the evening maybe i'll tell you about my late afternoon evening another time friends but uh yeah that was my wait ray ray what about what happened after like with the audition thing oh he was scooter wants to know about the odd what what audition i don't know what you're speaking of, my friend i'm just here to talk disney my my disney trip i don't know about any audition you you know you you should spend more time in the zone. Is all I could tell you. You get in the zone. You need to get in the positive zone, Scooter, where you feel positive about yourself, about the world, because you can, folks. I know, out there, Ray cares about you. He sees Scooter. Tells me we're close neighbors. We're friends. He says I got this guy here. He can't sleep at night. He's got a he's got a bunch of stuff he's dealing with. I got this young mother. And she's, you know, she's struggling to get a good night's sleep. I say, you're doing a good thing here, my friend. And I'm proud to be a part of it. Let me, and you got this person here, you know, going, dealing with this sort of thing. And these are real issues, folks. And a lot of people out there, they'll say, they'll tell you, get over it, tough, suck it up. Um, that's in your head. It's not, my friends. You know, Ray, as positive as he is, I've had some moments where I had to get some help, okay, for help from a professional. You don't think I could just be positive like this all the time without some darkness descending on me. Sometimes it's a darkness you could walk through by yourself, but you don't need to. You have friends, that's a one outlet. You got programs, whether, you know, you could be dealing with some sort of substance type thing. There's people out there that want to help you get over that and work with you. And they're doing it out of the goodness of the heart a lot of times. Now, there are predatory types, but you go to your doctor. If you can't trust your doctor, you ask for a new doctor. And you say, hey, doc, I got this blues. And I mean, I'm just using a general term, but you tell, tell the doctor what you're going through. If they won't help you, you call a number. You know, because a lot of times you don't need to walk through the darkness alone, my friends. That's the thing I'm here to tell you is that there's people here. Now, this podcast is like a spirit of that, but it's not also... It's here to help you with a little bit of the darkness of getting to sleep. But, you know, call a friend when you're feeling down. Text a friend. But don't stop there. Get some extra help if you need it, if you need it. And if you're not sure, ask someone that you trust. But sometimes if you're talking to a regular person, they don't get it either because... They got their own stuff going on. They might seem like they're fine, but they have their own stuff running through their brain. Or some people they just don't understand. There are people out there that, for whatever reason, they don't, they don't, uh, their roads, they don't notice the bumps the same way some of us do. But I want you to know from Ray Ray wants you to know Ray cares. Ray feels for you. And Ray wants you to take a step. One tiny step to get better, okay? That's all you need to do is start the walk. One little baby step at a time uh, that's calling your doctor and making an appointment. Or maybe maybe you just need, maybe it's not something you need that kind of help for. You just need to, you know, take one more step into towards your dream and say, Hey, you know, maybe I should write this song. Maybe I should paint this thing. Maybe I should do this, uh, dance in public even though you know maybe you want to become a busker I don't know but all I can say is I'm proud to be the one you're listening to right now my friends and I'm glad to be here and I'm glad my my musings on my vacation help might help you bore you to sleep or comfort you whatever okay and I hope you're sleeping now and I hope you're calm and rested and relaxed okay my friends and Ray will be here again in another four weeks. I know it'll be long for me. It'll be long for you. But believe me, I'm always looking over the fence at Scooter and giving him a wink and saying, Hey, buddy, you know, get, get, try to smile. Ray's got a mile smiles. I could share my smile with you, and I don't mean, you know, a strange thing. Just I'll smile at you. You smile at me. How about that, Scooter? Can you make that deal with me? Sure. Yeah, right. sure, Ray. Okay, so we got a deal. I'll, I'll smile at you if you tell me off the air about what happened. Okay, my friend, let's, let's close this out. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're listening, and I hope you get a good night's sleep, okay? Ray, I'll talk to you soon. Scooter, I'll talk to you sooner. Good night.